Welcome to High on Heart, the podcast. I am your host, Jessie Mae Wolf, and I look forward to serving up your weekly dose of heart rise. Hello, hello, my loves. I wanted to dive in today to the power of now that lives in the heart. And we're going to do a little throwback this week. So I invite you to breathe into your heart and tune right on in. When we come back home to our hearts, that is ultimately where the now lives. And I want to, you know, I'm really going to sort of move into that, but it's, it's an experience of being here. It's not an experience of being somewhere out there or getting to something outside of ourselves. And I think that um, often the misconception can be about sort of quieting, if you will. I mean, there is some level of awareness that comes into play. There's no question. But the power of the heart, and I love this sort of on a, um, you know, on a slightly more ethereal plane, if you think about the heart as really being the center of our being, you know, where heaven meets earth, where our masculine meets our feminine, um, and then in a physical sense where, you know, it's the central um, core of our being, where we're through all blood flows, all energy flows, it's the energy center, um, it informs and, you know, is the ultimate super intelligence of all of our, everything that, um, you know, that we experience and, you know, everything sort of passes through the heart. So it's this pulsating, vibrating, um, abundant powerhouse center and it's amazing how, you know, we can only really be home in the moment. We can only really be present here in the now if we are alive in our heart, if we are activated in our heart. And this is why I've committed my, you know, my whole path really with coaching and teaching and facilitating and all of what I do comes back to the heart because when we're home in the heart, everything else flows, everything else aligns itself and much to the same extent when we're out of connection when we're out of you know when we're out of sync when we're unplugged from the heart everything feels like a struggle um we're, we feel incongruent uh we have to work much harder we're often figuring it out we're stressing out we're in our heads and so the beauty is and we're going to really get into what that looks like in the show today but as we settle back into our hearts, as we awaken in our hearts, as we recognize, which I share as the first step, but as we really begin to even just witness our hearts, which so many people um, don't even get the chance to do because we're so busy and we're busy-minded, so we're distracted, right? So we're disconnected from. But when we just even begin by recognizing our heart, we give ourselves permission to begin feeling into a space that allows us to return home to the now, wherein all of our power lives. So I'm going to open with one of my favorite quotes. And as you guys know, any of you regulars, I just, Einstein is is it for me. I mean, he really, he cracked he, he, I mean, talk about heart wisdom personified. I mean, he really, on so many levels, was tuned in to his own heart wisdom in a powerful, profound way. And one of the things he said, and I've shared it here before, but it's definitely worth hearing again and taking in. And every time it lands for me, it just, it brings me back home to my heart. So I'll share this. Few are those who see with their own eyes and feel with their own heart. 
yeah, breathe that in. Um, so powerful. And I just invite you to just really let that land. Take that in. Um, or notice the resistance that's coming up, if there is some. Which often there is when we're not awake and open in our hearts, as most of us are not. So if you feel resistance, it's okay. Um, if you're noticing judgment come up, it's okay. But what it's telling you, what it's revealing to you, is that you're not really connected in with your heart. And if that's the case, like I say, it's more than okay. There are a lot of steps you can take to soften into and open into and get into those feelings. But it's absolutely true. I see this. I witness this. I work with hundreds of people from all over the world. I've got a really beautiful international base of clients. And through all the different workshops and the space I hold, I really witness this. And really from cross, I mean, across the board, we're talking from young to old, um, you know, I work with people in recovery, I work with homeless, I mean, as many of you know, and I just, it doesn't matter what your story is or what your circumstances are, most people are not in a space or have not really been brought up to trust and to see with their own eyes and feel with their own hearts. And how sad is that when we really, really recognize that, when we really, really take the time to actually receive what that really means, that most of us are living from a place of conditioning. Most of us are living from someone else's version of should. And, you know, it's ultimately why I do what I do, because the beauty is we all have the power to return to this beautiful heart that lives inside of us. Yes, it takes commitment, and yes, it takes courage, but when we do, as we just even surrender to recognize, to be willing to start, I mean, that's what it takes, the beginning. You know, I love how Rumi says, another probably him and Einstein, I'd say, are right up there um, for me as far as the wisdom that they impart or imparted and that we've all been so blessed to have as this wealth of um, knowing to tune into and ultimately just recognize because when we when wisdom lands when we hear and we take in wisdom and truth we feel it it's not even something that our mind says oh yeah that's right i mean yes to some extent however when it really resonates it's a feeling we get it it lands it comes home to our heart because we recognize truth in our hearts so rumi says the very center of your heart is where all life begins. And this is truth. And sadly, most of us don't live from the heart. Most of us have been so conditioned into thinking that the heart is worth, you know, sort of dismissing or that it's unreliable or, you know, that it's unreasonable, right? With our reasoning mind, we get conditioned into just trusting those limited thinking patterns and beliefs that have, you know, that we've really reinforced through rehearsing and through, um, you know, our ego, which really operates in control and in, um, you know, wanting to be approved and through judgment, ultimately. Those are, you know, the sort of three main operating systems of the ego, right, where we're either judging. So when we're judging, we're disconnected from our heart because when we're in judgment about something, we're not, we can't be compassionate. We can't be in judgment and compassionate at the same time. So if you're judging someone or something or a situation, you're essentially disconnected from your heart. If you're trying to control or manipulate or, um, you know, sort of alter an outcome, ultimately control an outcome as well, you're disconnected from your heart and from the wisdom that's wanting to allow and accept and embrace 
whatever the truth is, even if it hurts. And we'll get into that in a little bit about the feelings because we need to allow the feelings, right? But when we're in control, we're not letting whatever the feeling that's wanting to be expressed happen, right? And then the other big contender for the ego is wanting to people-please or be liked or get approval, um, and when we're in that space too, there's some level of calculating. There's some level of us being in our head and, and you know, trying to pull the puppet strings. And, and ultimately, all of this is riding on fear. And fear is the energy that, you know, the, the fuel for the ego, right? When we're in fear, we can't possibly be in love. We can't possibly be coming from a loving, heartfelt place. Because we're running, you know, we're we're running on this sort of little spin cycle energy, as I as I often refer to it, right? So, what I want to just invite you to try on, invite you to open up to, is the possibility. And again, everything I suggest here is just for you to play with, to integrate, to soften into, to maybe even invite into your heart to have a feel rather than have a think, and. Just see where it goes, see where it lands, see if there is resistance. Because, again, if you're in resistance, chances are you're judging and you're not opening up to the possibility that maybe there is something here um, that resounds with you. Because when we get so practiced in our judgment and in our resistance, um, it's ultimately it's, it's the ego's way of protection. Um, however, it's, so, it's such a disservice that we get so rehearsed in. It's such a limiting way that keeps us stuck. And to come back to the essence of what I really want to get into today with the nowness is that when we're in any of those operating systems of the ego, right, when we're in control, when we're in judgment, or when we are in a people-pleasing mode or seeking approval mode, those are the three main main um, systems, if you will, all of those are not here in the now, right? And just sort of think into it and even feel into it for a moment and just notice the truth of that because if we're in there there's some level of calculating there's some level of us you know sort of self-willing the situation and if that's happening how home and present are we in the moment not so much right so again the shift happens there where we move into instead our heart and what does that look like well one of the things that I often love to share is instead of what do you think, what do you feel, right, to move back into that heart instead of getting into the judgments which happen and the control, the manipulation, all that which happens at the level of the head and the mind. It's moving into the heart. And I will say that, you know, living and this now that lives in the heart doesn't always mean it's, you know, roses and lollipops. You know, um, although sometimes it can be, and the more we practice, the easier it gets and the more fluid. But the beauty is it's raw and it's real and it's true. And often the way that the ego likes to protect and sabotage us is that it keeps us from feeling what we're really wanting to feel. And that power that lives in the heart is when we allow those feelings to be expressed. We allow those feelings to be heard, to be felt, to be seen, to breathe ultimately. Um, you know, when we feel through, we heal through. And initially, if we've not been giving ourselves permission to feel, there's a lot jammed in there, which again is where different techniques and 
Um, there's so much out there, but I really, this is one of the reasons the Heart Rise meditation technique is so powerful because it allows us to feel into and release a lot of um, that sort of jammed up emotion. Um, a lot of the a lot of what we've just been storing and accumulating and, um, you know, toxicifying over, you know, just getting all kind of, um, you know, that emotional constipation that keeps us so stuck and jammed and contracted and contained and then back in our head and judging and angry and bitter and, you know, frustrated and then we lose it at the wrong person and all of that happens when we're shut down in our heart and we're living from our head and we suffer, we're miserable, we're out of integrity with who we are and we're continuously wanting to one-up or, you know, be on top and it's me against world and, you know, it's just a very exhausting way to live. You know, one of the things I share and we had a good laugh about yesterday in our first session with the Creative Visionaries is, you know, when you're trying to figure it out, you are disconnected from your heart. It's as simple as that. So it's another really good take-home for you. If you're really like trying to figure it out and make it happen, you know, if you're in that space of really in your head ultimately, you're not in your heart. And, you know, the beauty of getting back in your heart is that's where your infinite wisdom lives. That's where the nowness lives. That's where the power lives. There's this fierce energy that comes alive and that lives in our heart center. I mean, they have now shown, and I love to say this, and I don't get into too many stats here, although I'm sometimes tempted to just for those naysayers or skeptics, but if you want more to really, you know, that's compelling to show you, if you want to see the science and the stats, check out HeartMath Institute. I can't say enough about them and what they've, um, you know, the research that they have been able to show to really attest to all of this that I'm speaking of and, and just to show, to to truthfully reveal this wisdom that I speak of and the power that lives in our heart. And, you know, this. So what I was going to share is that there is enough power in this heart center that we all have to light up a small city. Imagine the force, the aliveness, the love, the passion, the purpose, that energy that lives in each of our hearts and yet that we shut down, that we disconnect from, that we unplug from, so as to live in that little small place of the mind that is, you know, ultimately running our show and keeping us disconnected, not only from each other, but from ourselves. So it's so powerful. You know, I... I can't impart enough how important it is that we really begin to get to know who we really are, and that happens in the heart. You know, freedom comes from being in our hearts, and it's so powerful. You know, we only really find and tune into this freedom, and freedom happens in the now as well, right? When we can really move into our heart space, and yes, it does take some clearing, and yes, it does take some emotional healing, it's not about just some joy ride the whole way through, and which is why most people instead seek that feeling of that high, whatever it is, whatever your choice of high is, be it anything from sex, drugs, money, food, um, you know, relationships, some people, you know, love addicts, there's, you know, internet, Facebook, porn, whatever your choice is, there's all kinds of numbing agents out there. There's so much outside that 
attracts us and that we're so lured into that the devious sort of conniving ego and all the, you know, just sort of distractions, if you will, out there are constantly luring us towards, but which keep us so disconnected from committing courageously to the uncovering and the wisdom and the love and the passion that lives inside our hearts. And as I said, it's yes, it takes a level of courage and commitment to move through some of the places that are blocked, that are longing to be felt through and healed through. But let me tell you, the other side of that is pure bliss. It really is. And yes, stuff comes up, there's no question, and life happens. And But when we're in a place where we can accept it and move through it, there's a readiness, there's a willingness, there's a truth and an authenticity with which we live our lives that is so much more passionate and alive and juicy and real because we're home in our hearts, because we're alive in the now. Because whatever it is that's greeting us, we're able to feel into it, to face it, to see it with our own eyes and to feel it with our own hearts rather than to have some autopilot reaction that then gets just, compiled, if you will, and we contract upon ourselves, and then we go and check out with something else to make us feel better because we couldn't deal with whatever the it was, right? So there's so much I want to say. I'm going to share a few quotes. I'm going to jump over as well to a yummy song from a fellow Canadian, Chris Vellen, who's just so awesome, and I, uh, a little shout-out to my sister, actually, to Mandy, who I was having a yummy chat with last night and we were sharing a bit about today's show and wanting to brainstorm about songs and um, this came to be and thank you for that shout out Mandels and thank you to Chris who I love your your music as you know and it's uh, he's a Montreal artist and super talented so we're going to be moving over to his song There You Are in just a moment um, but I just want to share a couple of quotes before we do. Oh, goodness. Okay, I'm going to share this one, which is just so beautiful. This is Augmentino. Um, I will greet this day with love in my heart, for this is the greatest secret of success in all ventures. Muscles can split a shield and even destroy itself, but only the unseen power of love can open the hearts of man. And until I master this act, I will remain no more than a peddler in the marketplace. I will make love my greatest weapon, and none on who I call can defend upon its force. My love will melt all hearts, likened to the sun whose rays soften the coldest day. Ah, and that beautiful love is what comes alive when we live from our hearts and we live in the now, and it's felt, and it's yummy, and it's contagious. So I will leave you with this beautiful song, and I will see you on the other side. I'll be taking some questions as well, so I'd love to hear from you. I know I've got some great email questions I'm going to get to as well. Enjoy. There you are, and I will see you on the other side. There's a line in a book that I often overlook. It says, while you're here, might as well shout it out and ring the bell, ring the bell. And this I know to be so, but today 
And it's so simple, and yet we're so caught up in the busy, in the noise, in the cray-cray. And, you know, we just get so caught up. And it's so important, you know, the same way, and I say this all the time in my practice with clients, but, you know, we'll take a shower to wash our physical body. We'll work out to, you know, we take time for these other things, like where we'll, you know, again, we work out, you exercise to train your physical body or to feel, you know, to get healthy. You know, we'll eat nourishing foods. We'll take care of that physical body. But when it comes to our emotional well-being and our spiritual well-being, which really come alive through the heart, we are just so neglectful and it's not the you know the piece that's important to remember and we don't want to be you know add insult to injury and beat ourselves up around it it's not really our fault because we're not taught this at a young age i mean i won't get into how <laughs> education has um misguided us but it's really sad that we don't learn so much of what's most important ultimately really um, to connect in with our hearts and that wisdom and to trust what we feel and who we truly are and to live from a place of integrity at a young age. I mean, if we're if we're lucky enough to have had parents who knew a little better, then sometimes, yes, we'll get that. And, you know, coming from a very loving environment can often help. There's no question, um, because as I shared with that quote just before the song, it's, you know, it's important that the love, I mean, the love is where it's at, Right. And we're not just talking love, love, woo-woo. We're talking like real love where we just, there's a level of deep appreciation. Um, That love where we're really seeing each other for who we truly are beyond the outer story and the roles that we play and, you know, the behaviors. It's just to really see the essence, the soul shine, the love that lives inside each of us when we deeply recognize from that place when we feel deep into our hearts, that's the kind of love. And to just really, we all long so innately, so intrinsically to be appreciated, to be seen, to be felt, to be heard. That's really what it all comes down to. I mean, even when you break it down and you look at all these other distractions and all these other bells and whistles and all the more that we get so caught up with wanting, the wanting, the wanting, the having, the getting, all of that ego apparatus, when we get outside of that for a moment and we settle back into the nowness, which is where the heart is, and we we really return to that love inside each of us that lives inside each of us, that longs to guide us, that's where we come alive. That's where this power of now lives because we all have this beautiful force that is there to guide and support us. And the beauty is when we recognize that light within each other, so do we empower it. So one of the best ways that you can even just practice it in your everyday is to just notice how can you appreciate those people in your life. You know, we'll get so caught up again to come back to the ego apparatus where where we're in judgment. Instead of telling your partner, you know, that they look beautiful or just to acknowledge them for something that they've said or just to really hear them or listen to them, most of the time you'll see or you'll, you know, in your own experience, you'll notice where you're looking for where to criticize or where to judge. And that's, you know, that little, that's that critical mind, that's that ego, that's the limiting beliefs and the, you know, that that contracted way of living from that limited way of thinking. And when we're in that energy, we're not open to our heart. We're not trusting in our heart because we can't be in judgment, like I said, and be coming from a compassionate, loving place at the same time. 
So one of the best ways to practice is, you know, I call it heart focus, but really recognizing what is my heart seeing, what is my heart experiencing. And if that feels completely foreign and completely unreasonable and completely ridiculous, start with the little things. What lights you up? What do you love? I mean, a perfect example right now on the song, I was just popping some cherries. I was eating some yummy, delicious, fresh cherries. I mean, it is the fruit season. I mean, it's I, we're very blessed living here in California where the fruit and the, all the freshness, um, market fresh yumminess is just pretty seasonal. Uh, we get all kinds of goodness. But I am just in heaven right now. I've got such a stocked fresh, abundant kitchen right now <laughs> filled with yumminess. I mean, everything from the nectarines to the um, the cherries, the watermelon, uh, and a shout-out to my papa with the watermelon. It always makes me think of him whenever I have watermelon. It's always a cozy connect with my beautiful papa, and I want to just say that um, we used to share and enjoy that together. But it's that sort of love and that connection in those moments, you know. I, again, fresh flowers. I mean, I'm also loving my gladiolus right now. I've been getting a beautiful new bouquet every week, and I've just, like, right now I've got these radiant, beautiful red and, and gorgeous yellow ones that are just bursting with life and abundance. And, you know, where can we light up? Where can we even find little things to appreciate? Where can we create that in our lives? You know, we get so busy and so caught up that we don't ultimately give ourselves the space to connect in with our hearts. And it can just begin with those small little things, you know, just finding little spaces in your day, little nourishing um, aspects, things that really do make you happy and making sure that you're creating the space for that. And one of the most beautiful ways is not only what lights you up, but also how can you connect more lovingly with others. And if you feel that that's a place where, you know, you feel some resistance or that, you know, it comes up, other things come up for you, just, again, softening in, always extending something with integrity. But if you can share something loving with someone else, and that can be as simple as just an observation that's kind, you know, or thank you, really acknowledging someone. All of these gestures come from the heart, and when we allow ourselves to just soften in that way, it opens up the space for us to begin returning to that love. So there's so many other techniques, but that's such an important way is we really need to be mindful of how often am I giving myself permission to really live from the heart because when we're in the heart, we do awaken to the moment. We're here. We're observing. We're witnessing. We're feeling. We're not just in our head because the thing is, again, like to come back to what I was saying about figuring it out, when we're in our head, we're busy worrying most of the time or we're focusing on something from the past. We're stuck in some old story or we're busy projecting. So you know that when you're in the past or in the future, you're not in the now, you're not in your heart, you're in your head because that's where the head likes to roam. It likes to project and it likes to just stew on past stuff. So one of the ways, too, you can always return back to the moment is hand on your heart, and it's so powerful, taking a few breaths. And this is, again, um, a really powerful practice that has now been shown to be very effective for those of you liking the stats and the science behind it all, but heart-focused breathing. And it's I've shared here on the show, but it's so powerful, and it's as simple as putting your hand on your heart, just that alone for so many people activates a wow connect. So hand on your heart and just taking a few 
gentle breaths just by beginning because that's the real recognition of the heart, right? That just starts the connection. That begins to allow us to even feel what it feels like to actually just connect with the heart. And for a lot of people, initially, there's not all that much that lights up or that you can feel. But just by doing that, it does. It brings an awareness back to the heart. And then just slowly breathing into the heart with gentle breath. And then eventually, as you get, you know, sort of as you feel yourself softening and just allowing yourself to soften, breathing in light, inviting in, I love to imagine and I share, inviting in radiant sunlight. And just allowing yourself, and if you do that for, you know, a few minutes, really, at least one, if not more, you know, I'd love to say for three to five minutes is really a good amount of time to just begin practicing softening into that heart space. And there's so much more I could share, but that's definitely one way to begin activating those feelings and noticing where there's resistance because for most people when you begin doing this, there will be a lot of resistance and that's okay. I'll tell you that it's so normal. Okay, Most people, when they begin connecting in with the power of their heart, really do experience a tremendous amount of resistance, a lot of feelings, a lot of even tears come up because there's so much that we've been blocking. you know. And resistance, though, it's important to pay attention to is a clear sign that we're not listening to our heart, that, we're, that there is a lot that's wanting to be revealed. So noticing the resistance is a great little benchmark for you. It's a great little sort of note to self that, okay, there's a lot that's wanting to be revealed that I'm not letting express and, 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 you know, share itself with me. So, again, if all of this is resonating or even if it's not, if there's resistance, there's a clear call to love. There's a wanting to awaken here and again to come back to this nowness which lives in the heart we can only be here in the now when we're home in our heart because in our heart we experience this coherence as it's called and i love that term that the heart math institute has um you know defined when you're in complete coherence with mind body soul heart you're in total alignment you're congruent And that feeling, you know, we all get sometimes, even if you're not practicing living from a heart-centered place. Um, But, you know, when we're in full alignment, when we're in total integrity, we feel that that sense of coherence, that sense of well-being. And that's where optimal health lives. And it's so powerful. And, you know, we can't be in this nowness. We can't be here present, abundant with the most delicious and amazing, powerful energy if we're not living in our truth, if we're not living in our heart. Our heart and our truth is all happening at once. It's all happening here in the now. And if we're holding on to or, or we're harboring secrets or, you know, um, in, you know, if we're out of integrity or if we're not honoring what's really going on with ourselves, if we're, and, you know, at the end of the day, even if it's, Just we're carrying it us and no one else knows. That's even the most injurious kind, and that's what I often will see in my practice, you know, where we're just for the sake of, again, one of the ego apparatus that I spoke of earlier. It's like to be approved or to people please, you know, we're revealing a certain face, if you will, a certain mask, a certain role. But ultimately, we're out of alignment with our truth, right? We're out of alignment with our heart. And when we're living in that way, we can't be here in the now. We're busy you know, maneuvering and manipulating and calculating, and it's exhausting. 
So the beauty is as we allow ourselves and give ourselves permission, and yes, it takes some courage, and yes, it takes some commitment to move through and to flow through and to feel through all of the stuff that's been jammed up in there. And a lot of times, you know, the starting point is pain and anger and frustration. A lot of that, you know, there's a lot that we store inside you know, because we don't want to give ourselves permission or because we've been so conditioned not to feel that we just, we stuff it all down and we repress it and we contract it. And, you know, ultimately we go around, you know, this with this sort of emotional constipation. We're not, we're not emitting that magnetic resonance, that beautiful field of loving energy that wants to move through us when we're in true expression of self, when we're here and home in the now. And so we're often busy in the head because we're busy trying to keep it all together, right? Because there's so much that we're managing because we're not in that coherence. We're not in that flow, in that alignment. When we're in that space, and I love, there's a Mark Twain quote that I don't have it in front of me, but it's like when we're always telling the truth, there's no need for... um, I can't, I'm not fully, I'm, I'm botching it up here, but it's basically, there's no need, you know, when we're always telling the truth, basically you don't have to worry about, um, you know, where you are. I forget exactly the essence of it being that when you're in truth, you're always you're always here because you don't have to worry that whatever it is, you know, you, you, you don't have to worry about your stories or you don't have to, you can look it up and I'll, I'll get back to you all on that one because I really did just sort of... Uh, mash it up but the essence of it being that when we're telling the truth oh you don't have to remember anything when you're always telling the truth i think that's what it is something like that but you know and that's the essence of it being again when we're authentic when we're true when we're home in our heart we can just be and it's freeing and that is where the juju and the yummy beautiful abundant energy and passion comes alive and it's from this place that we are these masterful creators that we can just ultimately find our way find our purpose all of that gets revealed because we're not so busy containing all this stuff all these lies and these stories and you know just trying to control it all which is exhausting and that's sadly what most people go through you know there's just this pressure to control and to judge and to keep it all you know, everything managed, and it's just totally exhausting. So being and living in the now, being in the heart, is where our authenticity lives. And authenticity is our connection with our heart's truth in the now, right? That's what that looks like. Being authentic is speaking our truth unapologetically, being real, being here. And when we really come home and we've really allowed ourselves to feel through what's wanting to be felt, we're not in a place of wanting to attack. We're not in a place of wanting to, um, you know, ultimately judge. Because, ultimately, you know, we're, we're in a space of here and home in a place that feels good because we've worked through our stuff. So, yes, there's a huge commitment to our truth and to feeling through. And like I say, it's often there's, you know, you've got to work through some of the places and parts that hurt in order to heal through you've got to do the feeling through but let me tell you when we do when we come back home in our hearts and that's why again the heart rise meditation is so powerful because it's more it's an immersion it's an experience and yet we work with uh, the meditation and we work with the heart to really let go of a lot of the that that which we've been carrying and you know when we really can learn to do that and we all have it within us 
and we you know when we come back to the willingness to be vulnerable i mean that's such an important piece to really reveal the truth of what we're really feeling you know and so often when we're in that controlled way the ego apparatus place you know we're coming from that space we're not allowing ourselves to be really seen to be really felt and when we are we know how delicious that feels to witness someone when they're just being so real because that's where we really get to see each other and witness each other (sighs) there's so much more i wanted to share um i did have a question which i feel that i touched on um but oliver in chicago asked how can i stop my busy mind from running I want to live more from my heart but find it really challenging with all the noise. Um, I feel like I've touched on that, Oliver, and I thank you for your question. And I know there's a few more, and I see that I didn't get over to. um, I I feel like I tried to touch on. I see some of the other ones coming in through the board. And thank you all for what you've been expressing, and even I'm seeing some of the comments. Um, I'm just getting more masterful with the dashboard. But I do feel like I'm, you know, as much as I can, integrating what I'm seeing and what I saw in the break. So I hope that I was able to touch on that. Um, And, again, just to specifically address that, it's looking at where can I find more places in my life and create more space to focus upon what lights me up, what brings me back to my heart. And giving yourself the space each day, and it has to really, I mean, it has to be a commitment to reconnect in with the heart. It starts with recognizing the heart, reconnecting with the heart. Um, And any of you who want, please message me. I will happily send you a free Heart Rise meditation. Um, I'm in the process, actually, too, of recording um, in studio several. Um, We're going to have, we have a whole platform happening, a whole project around that. So lots more, as I've had a lot of requests for them. And they really are powerful, and they bring us back to the heart, which a lot of, you know, a lot of meditation tends to focus on quieting the mind, which is also very powerful. But if we can't come home in our heart, um, it's it can be challenging. And um, you know, we can tune into the awareness, but then we're sort of nor here nor there. We're not in that place of rootedness, of connection with our lives, right? That heaven meets earth. That I am here now. Um, and so, what's important, and the reason that strengthening the heart and coming home to the heart in the now is so beyond powerful is that ultimately when we do we allow ourselves to experience life on life's terms we allow we're 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 in a space where we can greet all of what life brings us and we can show up authentically true in who we are and the beauty is the more we strengthen and this is such a big piece the more we strengthen our hearts the more the mind takes a back seat and just gets guided and inspired by the intelligence of the heart. So by just creating a little space in your everyday, by appreciating those people in your life more, by expressing your gratitude, being more thankful, being more loving, creating space to connect in with nature, to witness those moments of really just smelling the roses and being here in the moment, observing, witnessing, acknowledging, expanding from that place and really feeling into, allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling. The more you honor and create space for that in your day, the more you strengthen and the more you connect in with your heart. And as you do that in connection with moving through some of the feelings, through some of the techniques that I've shared, and you can reach out for more in-depth work around the heart, which I'm happy to support and I do in all of my private practice work and all of my workshops as well, um, or if you want more on the HeartRise meditation, I would love to share more with all of you because it's such important work and I see such powerful transformation. When we come alive in the heart, 
everything else flows. We we experience this truth of who we are. We experience the authenticity of who we are, and we're allowed to just be and share and shine from this place. You know, our being is seeing and freeing in the heart. You know, when we're in our head, we're in our past or our future, only when we land and come back to our heart do we really live in the now. And the beauty is that our truth compass lives in our hearts. Our inner GPS, our inner guidance lives in our hearts and can only really guide us when we're home in our heart, when we're present. So otherwise, it's, you know, it's a crapshoot. Maybe we'll get it, maybe we won't, but it's, it's a balancing. It's an effort. It's exhausting. So the power of coming home in our heart allows us to truly awaken and come back to where the real power lives, this heart power that lives inside each of us longs to guide us and has and holds all of the purpose and all the passion. So it's so worth making space to connect in with. And I've witnessed, like I say, I can't tell you enough how much I have seen in my, you know, the miracles that happen. And it's so beautiful and so inspiring to witness this shift that we all have the capacity to experience when we're willing to take that courageous step into our heart. So it begins with a recognition. It begins with a willingness. I invite you guys to reach out. You know, it's that courage and that vulnerability that come from the heart, but when we allow ourselves to come back alive and soften into our heart, that's where it's at. You know, that's where the joy comes from it all lives innately within us, and it plugs us into the path that wants to unfold through us. So I just want to thank you all for being here. I mean, this power of now lives in our hearts. It's about a return to that love in our hearts. As Jimmy said it, Jimmy Hendrix, when the power of love overcomes the love of power, the world will know peace. And I will say this last piece, Ralph Waldo Emerson, the power of love as the basis of a state has never been tried. And I want to tell each and every one of you, it's time. It's happening. We are heart rising together. May we see that loving light in each other, and that only happens in the heart. We are all crying out for it. It is time, my loves, that we come together through the wisdom, through the love and the light in our hearts. Thank you so much for being with us today. I appreciate your support, your love, your presence. And come find us on heartrisemovement.com, on all the different platforms. Share this if it resonates. And I look forward to connecting with all of you in the ways we do. Shine that beautiful heart because I see you. And I will catch you next week for more High on Heart.